Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. My name is Carrie Vasquez, and I am a life coach, a believer in Christ, a wife, a mom, and a business owner. My show is committed to rebuilding and restoring lives. Each week, I'll be here with an amazing message or a guest to help you love yourself deeper, restore your relationships, and transform your life, your family, and your business. Now let's get started. So today, I'm so excited to welcome back Dr. Tony Simmons to the show. Uh, It's so wonderful when I can have my guest return to the show. But today, we are going to get into a few things. But I want to start out by first saying welcome and thank you for coming back. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm glad to be back. And so I'm just going to dive in and I'm going to have you, we didn't really do this in our last episode, um, so I'm going to have you start out today by just sharing your story, sharing how you got started as a strategy coach. And um, yeah, let's just start there. Mm, Okay. Great question. (laughs) Uh, Great place to start. Uh, I got started in coaching, unbeknownst to me, probably in uh, my early, my late high school years, Mm. early college years. Okay. Um, Coaching, at this point, what I understand about coaching is that it's um, highly investigative. Mm -hmm. It asks the right questions, and it's all about empowering people to make their own discoveries Mm -hmm. yes um sometimes those discoveries are new genuinely new and sometimes uh it's uh, them acknowledging what they deep already known deep down inside yeah yeah and so um i started doing this a lot um as a tutor in school right helping kids in like English and math and stuff like that mainly English and then um, as I got in um, as I got older I started doing it at church right and became like a youth leader nice and then just naturally um, asking a lot of questions you know when somebody had a problem Mm. and just kind of going through that process and getting my own little uh, strategy, so yeah. to speak, around helping people solve problems. Uh, to sort of fast forward, when I got into college, um, I met, actually right before I got into college, I met a coach online and um, she did a free session with me. I didn't mm-hmm. know what coaching was, right. never really heard of it. And she did a session with me and the session was super powerful. Um, and from there, I got into school, and part of um, the program I had, the school had contracted with a um, with a life coach. Oh, nice! Okay. So our class was literally having coaching sessions with this person. Awesome! And they're writing papers, small papers, short papers, on our experience mm. with the coach. Mm-hmm. 
but it was all about the coach was our teacher. Like awesome. we were coached every every uh, every other week on the phone. Awesome. And then we corresponded through email every week, mm-hmm. and that is what opened me up to this whole world of coaching. Um, uh, I became very interested because I I think I had a natural inclination to problem solving, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think if somebody loves solving problems, loves um, solving uh, puzzles yes and uh, being highly inquisitive mm-hmm. and yep. investigative yep. they have a natural bend towards the coaching or yes. counseling or therapy you know people human services industry so um and uh and so i've ran into um jeffrey suey's yes. uh program yes he's awesome yeah <laughs> there's social media and got into uh, his training, uh, which is where we met. Yes. <laughs> and the rest is history. Um, he just in, equipped me, brought a lot of understanding to things I was already doing, really brought a ton of tools that I didn't have right. already to coaching. It just, it was absolutely amazing. And that's when I really felt the confidence to start a business around right. it and that people could you know, actually pay me to do this. Right. I was doing a lot of this just for free, just right. enjoying helping people with their problems. Right. And um, and so I was like, wow, you know, he, he really introduced me to the idea of running a business, being right. paid to do it, yes. um, having a career in coaching. Right. Like you can actually do this with your life mm-hmm. and sustain right. yourself financially, right. which is something I never thought about. Right. Um for myself, at least. Right, right. And so that's how I got into it. Um, and uh, he had a um, immersion called uh, strategy coaching. Mm-hmm. And I love strategy, and I find that strategy is applicable to any area of life, business, right. relationships, everything. Right. Everything needs strategy. Yeah. So right. I decided to adopt that name, um, that title for myself as a strategy coach. And essentially, anybody that comes to me, regardless of what the issue is, my job is to help provide them with strategy or a plan of action to resolve a problem or, if it's not a problem, to increase their productivity, increase sure. increase their success they have yes. uh, in their life or their business or relationship, et cetera, et cetera. So that's that's the long, longer yeah. story no, of, that's cool. of how that's that works. Cool. That's good. That's good stuff. Now, so you, I love it because you answered, I was going to ask you next, well, why strategy? But you answered that. So before we go like dive deeper into this, how about we... Let the audience know, the listeners know, what you feel is the difference between a therapist, and I've talked about this in other episodes, but what you mm-hmm. feel is the difference between a therapist mm-hmm. or, you know, someone in the, you know, psychiatric mental health field mm-hmm. versus what we do as coaches. That's an excellent question. For a long time, I didn't know this answer until I really began to be formally trained, um, but The simple answer is that therapists have a present past focus. Yes. um, And coaches have a present future focus. It's not that therapists don't um, dip into the future. Right. You know, but they mainly are there to help you resolve 
unresolved issues from your past that are affecting your present. Yes. And the coach is looking at your present and they're saying, um, what can I identify in the here and now Mm -hmm. that is going to impact your future? Mm -hmm. And I may dive into some things that happened in your past, but I'm not going to go that deep into your past. Right. I want to look at what's happening right now. How can we solve it so that it doesn't affect your future? Right. What kind of future do you want? Right. And, and how am I going to help you obtain or manifest that future? So that's, that's really what the coach does versus the therapist. Um, but the coach is really unique because um, I think it's one of the only um, human service professionals that, um, that is present future. Yeah. And yeah. they can really, a coach can really help you design the kind of life or business, et cetera, that you want going forward. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I love that. And I think that, you know, there are uh, both, you know, great coaches and there's great therapists that do have some of that coaching or that future focus mm -hmm. also, right? So not necessarily one-sided. But I always like to let my clients know, as I'm sure you do, right? And we mm-hmm. usually have it like in our in our contracts or in our agreements that we have with our mm-hmm. clients, just so everyone understands, you know, as coaches, we're helping you move forward in mm-hmm. your life. Um, some people just feel stuck and they're, mm-hmm. they struggle to have the strategies, right? Or to right. kind of like have a toolbox to say, how do I go move forward and what do I need right. to get, you know, go in this direction or that direction? That's right. And that's kind of where we come in. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like if we think about, I always love to refer to uh, being out, out on a court mm-hmm. or in the field and playing a sport, right? And, and these um, athletes have coaches. Right. And it doesn't mean that the coach can get out there and play every position at, that the athlete plays. Right. Most coaches probably wouldn't even play. Maybe they played one, but mm-hmm. they don't, that's not what they do. Right. right? But they have all the strategies mm-hmm. and the knowledge to say, hey, I, I'm standing on the outside looking in. I know what you need to do in your position right. and I know how to direct you, you know. And sometimes mm-hmm. you're looking at things on the outside in life, mm-hmm. like, right? It could be like the other players and how that can play into the way that you're going to succeed or, or win in, in the game of life, right. right? Right. So as coaches, I always like to kind of stress right or right from the beginning Mm -hmm. share with everyone like this is what we do right and what we don't do but this is how we help you Mm -hmm. uh win and be Mm -hmm. successful Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. how would you so you've had clients right and how would you say that your clients self-worth ties into their success with their Mm -hmm. business yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great question. Um, it sort of piggybacks off of what you just mentioned. I, th- I find, uh, I found it with myself and I found it with, with coaches and professionals I've worked with. Um, there's an assumption that uh, I don't, I, I either don't have enough of what I need mm. to present myself the way I want to. Yes. Or in some way. So I don't know enough. I'm not an expert enough, like you were saying. Yeah. Play all these positions right. as well as these people do. So how am I going to give them advice? Mm. How am I going to tell them anything? Yeah. Um, and just, I found that change, I found that that way of thinking um, is very damaging yes. to a person. It beats them down. So you have 
I think, two reasons for a self-worth issue. And just to look at self-worth, um, at least the way I define it, it has to do with um, your the way you value yourself. Yes, yes. Um, and how much value you have for yourself, yourself being um, your gifts, your talents, mm-hmm. and how you measure that value um, in terms of dollars and cents mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in terms of uh, the standard you create for how you believe you should be treated by other mm. people yes, and all of that and um, I think that with that kind of language this not enough mm-hmm. attitude yes. yeah. is self-defeating and it really it, it hurts your own sense mm-hmm. um, of um, uh, self-worth yeah yeah um you know and it just goes down and down and down how that so that's one way i and i also find some people come to business already with a self-worth issue yeah yeah you know something somebody yeah. said to them when they were child an experience right. they had and they determined that somehow they weren't good enough weren't enough and it could have nothing to do with business but right. they carry it into their business just exactly. like they carry it into every other area of their life. Exactly. I know. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, is that somewhere, uh, a place that you start in coaching? I mean, every every client is different, right? So we kind mm-hmm. of, it's not a one-size-fits-all. Fit, we get our clients, we assess each client mm-hmm. and to be able to help them with what it is that they need. Do you find that you start with, you know, their self-worth, their confidence, how they're, you know, mm-hmm. how they're feeling about that? Or, um, or is there somewhere else that you kind of start with in coaching them? Yeah, um, usually I, with, the, with the, in coaching, you know, um, I want to identify what the current challenge in their life is, mm-hmm. the problem is. Yeah. And I want that to be crystal clear between us. And usually I'll start by asking them, um, why, why do you want us to work together? Or tell me what the specific, I like to use specific a lot, mm. that word, because I want to get their mind thinking in details. Mm-hmm. So I'll say, you know, what is a specific uh, benefit you want to gain mm. from working with uh, or what is a specific challenge you're having right now that has brought us together mm. that you want me to help you with? And so based on that answer, let's say I'm working with a professional and they are um, they've created a product or a service and they are working a lot harder mm than the money that they're making well that's a red flag for me because i'm going to wonder okay you're working really really hard and you're in control of your pricing right um but you're making less than what you want yes so if you're in control of this process i got to figure out we got to figure out together why you're getting uh, results that you don't want. Right. And right. so just asking those kind of questions, and I've worked with somebody. Well, I'll use myself for an example. When I first started coaching, I didn't have the confidence, and I had a self-worth issue where I said I wanted to help people solve their problems and have them pay me for it. But there was a part of me that was persuaded that I wasn't good enough something about me I didn't have enough information I wasn't educated enough um, I didn't feel confident enough right. um, to say hey 
pay me $75 an hour mm-hmm. or or pay me $50 an hour. I didn't know what to charge people. I was scared to charge. Yeah. If I'm in control of that and I say that I want to create a sustainable lifestyle, a, high, a comfortable lifestyle, maybe even a wealthy lifestyle through mm-hmm. business, Absolutely. then I need to set the bar in every area, especially in the um, the income mm-hmm. that I that I need, but I didn't believe that I deserved that. Right, right. So and I had to sit down one day and think about that. Wait a minute, I'm spending an hour, sometimes two hours, on the phone with someone, mm-hmm. listening to problems they have not been able to solve their whole life. Right, giving them answers. Yes, they're able to take these answers back and really create success for themselves. And yet, I don't believe I deserve mm-hmm. to be paid uh, enough money so right. that I can be comfortable. Right. But I'm giving them information that's changing their life exactly. and making them comfortable. Exactly. And I think it's like I, sometimes, you know, when you look at it, have you found that there's there's like a poverty mindset, mm-hmm. um, not just from a money standpoint, but like you said, there's a poverty mindset, a poor mentality, right. even just, you know, and like we're talking about self-worth, right. um, like we have to either earn it by doing mm-hmm. X amount of things. Mm-hmm. When if you think about it, look at if you, we compare this to a plumber, right? Mm-hmm. The plumber might be might have been in plumbing for six months, mm-hmm. a year two years, 10 years, but a plumber doesn't come into your house for the most part, right? right? You might get referrals or you might find them online, Mm -hmm. but you don't generally have the plumber come into your house and you don't go, well, how long have you been doing plumbing? Well, how do I know that you know how to do this? Where did you get your education? Do you have enough experience, right? Right. We're just looking for him to come in and solve the problem of the leaking pipe, right? right? That's right. And for us, most of the times, I know for me, we don't even determine whether or not he was good enough in a sense, right? right? Until he's done the job and then we go, is the pipe still leaking? Oh, he fixed it. Then awesome. Here's $200 for fixing my pipe. That's right. And he might have been there for 15 minutes. That's we right. don't question like, well, wait, why are you charging $200 for you were just here 15 minutes mm-hmm. and you fixed this pipe, mm-hmm. right? I had an electrician that came in and, um, and, just switched out an outlet, right? And they were here for about 15, 20 minutes, if that. Mm-hmm. Uh, switched it out. And, you know, we got the bill for uh, whatever, $150. Mm-hmm. We're not questioning why are you charging us $150 for a 15, 20-minute job. Right. You came here. You got the job done. Mm-hmm. You left. It, not to mention the the person who came, he looked like he could be about 16 years old. Right. 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 <laughs> but... My garbage disposal is plugged in to right. this outlet. Right. And I haven't had a problem. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 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 So right. I think so many times as coaches or people who come into this field mm-hmm. of coaching, right? Um, this service industry, and if we struggle with self-worth or not feeling good enough or experienced enough or whatever enough, right? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes if we start to think about some of the other industries Mm -hmm. that, you know, they, you pay for a service that you're given Mm -hmm. and you're solving a problem. Right. 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 Um, and sometimes do you find that, um, 
you know, sometimes people are spinning their wheels Mm -hmm. um, and they're kind of giving you a specific reason that they think they've come to you. Right. um, And they haven't identified really that it's about their self-worth, right? Right. So let me give you an example. I can come to you and I say, um, and I'll give a real life example. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I'm really struggling in my coaching uh, practice Mm -hmm. with getting clients. Mm -hmm. And you might say, Right. Like, what are you doing to get clients or why do you feel Mm -hmm. that that's your struggle? And I can say, well, I think it's because people really just aren't in the market for this type of coach, Mm -hmm. for a life coach or relationship coach or whatever. And I can give you all the excuses. Mm -hmm. But you as a coach, you're going to start asking questions. Right. Right. And then when you get down to the bottom of it, because I know this is this was my original kind of like a root issue for me was. I'm afraid Mm -hmm. to go really get out there and start making the phone calls and reaching out to people Mm -hmm. and offering my services because I'm afraid of rejection. Right. 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 Because so it's hard sometimes when you have the clients, right, that like they're spinning their wheels, giving Mm -hmm. you all these reasons and excuses. And as Mm -hmm. coaches, we're really trying to get down to like the root cause so that then we can move forward. Right. 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 It, and that, that's a huge thing that you said. Um, so I'll take this back to the, the definition of um, self-worth that I mentioned briefly earlier. The way that I define self-worth is it's the, it's the value you assign to your personhood, mm-hmm. who, who, who I am. Right. Um, what am I worth? Mm-hmm. And then we make comparisons to bring language to that. Yeah. So I'm worth a million bucks. Yes. You know, or I'm worth pennies or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like I'm trash. So maybe I am trash. Right. We make these comparisons right. yeah. to, you know, help us understand that. Um, and that value we assign to who we are as a person, um, our life, uh, et cetera, is reflected in the things we do mm-hmm. so um the level of value that i have as a person it reflects in my pricing mm-hmm. it reflects in the amount of time and attention and detail mm-hmm. that i give to crafting a product or yes. service they say they want to bring a high quality service to the public but mm-hmm. if they feel bad about themselves mm-hmm. um, they may have a good idea but when it comes to um crafting that thing and building that thing it's done really poorly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's not done well Mm -hmm. and it's a reflection of how they feel about themselves inside they see themselves inside when people to answer your question when people come and they're they're saying well i don't understand why people don't like my product or service i don't get it and they think it's about that thing yeah 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 well i start looking at that really closely and then i start looking at all these other items and quite naturally, even if it's just testing where they are, mm-hmm. I'll start asking questions about, well, talk to me about how you see yourself. If mm-hmm. you can give me a description of that, what mm-hmm. to yourself, what do you look like in the future? Mm-hmm. You know, um, how do you feel about yourself? What are the first three words that come to your mind mm-hmm. when you hear your name? Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, things like that. Right. And that sort of gives voice to what's being reflected externally right. in their product, right. their service, their price. Yes. Et cetera, et cetera, based on how they feel about themselves. Yeah. So that's um, that's where I say yeah. I go with it. You know? I always found with myself when I put together like a product, a package, 
in the past that I would um, put it together, start promoting it. And the moments, you know, a day or two went by and Mm -hmm. I didn't have anyone buy it, Mm -hmm. that it would hit me like a ton of bricks. And Mm -hmm. then I would get so discouraged and fear would come in and Mm -hmm. I'd be like, you see, no one wants this and, Mm -hmm. and no one believes in me or no one believes in my product. And then I wouldn't promote it as much. And I Mm -hmm. would start to like dwindle off, Mm -hmm. not promote the product. Right. Uh, And when in reality, we know, right, Mm -hmm. that it takes time for people to buy. Mm -hmm. Aside Mm -hmm. from the fact that we um, as, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, we need to connect with the people right on a personal mm-hmm. level and that's right they they need to know what right. they they say they need to know trust but mm-hmm. basically you know we need to build that trust and they need to mm-hmm. know who we are and kind of mm-hmm. see where we come from to develop that that level of trust before mm-hmm. they will even be willing to buy from yes, us yes, right yes and sometimes people dive in because i know for me that's like you know when i saw jeff's program um, and you know, I was so glad that we got to like get certified mm-hmm. together and right. that's how we met. Right. But he offered so much value mm-hmm. just in a, in a free form. Right. Mm-hmm. And just the, the videos and his training. And, um, so I developed a level of trust with him because I was like, wow, he gave us so much mm-hmm. upfront. Right. Right. He added right. so much value to our lives. And I will say that I know that you agree with mm-hmm. me on this, but like, isn't Jeff like he's so humble? Like he he's one of the most he humble is. like business owners that I think I've ever met. Very humble, yeah. like the type of guy that gives you like everything he's got right he does. in his programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that about him. But I think that, you know, a lot of that, and he's trained under Tony Robbins and everything, Mm -hmm. so um, he's had amazing training, but none of that would have been possible had he not been someone who had a level of Mm self-worth, and even he describes the story, right, about Mm -hmm. how he started out in a trailer. Yep, yep. Right? So could you imagine, like how he must have been feeling yeah promoting out of a trailer right and barely like making ends meet or whatever you know paying right. and then trying to develop this business like right you know so i think it's like at least for me what i like take away from just what we're talking about is like almost like it doesn't matter where you start mm-hmm. right it doesn't matter your level of experience it doesn't matter your level of or, or the number of years you've lived on earth mm-hmm. like um what matters is that you believe in you right and you believe in what you're offering in your product right right and once you believe in that you can take that anywhere right, right? right. and be successful right people rarely buy a product for the sake of the product mm-hmm People invest in things because they want an experience yes. and they want to feel better about who they are. Right, right, right. So in their mind, a lot of them, I'm not saying that this is uh, healthy, right. but I think a lot of people are uh, trying to buy self-worth. Yes, They're yes, trying to buy yes, it. yes, yes, I love that. By the yeah. masses. Yeah. You know, so I'll give an example. Um, I saw a shaving commercial 
And in the shaving commercial, the guy is shaving, and then suddenly this beautiful, attractive girl comes behind him in the mirror, and she has her hands on him, and suddenly it just looks like she's totally in love with him because he shaved. So a guy that can't get a date watches that commercial, and he's like, I got to go buy that that shaver because... I don't feel good about myself right. and I want a girl to like me and right. love me. Right. So what is he really buying? You know, right. is he buying the razor? Is he buying probably a, the idea that somehow that's exactly. going to make me a better, yes. more attractive, yes. worthy of a girl's attention? Mm-hmm. And if a lot of people are making purchases based on trying to get more of that self-worth, mm-hmm. self-worth is huge. Yeah. It's a huge thing in business. Yes. It's yeah. a huge thing in our daily life. So how can we overlook that? How right. can we ignore that? Right. So, right. Yeah. I, I, I you know, I love that you brought that example with the the person shaving because um, we were I went grocery shopping earlier today with the girls, mm-hmm. and my daughter, it was it was so funny. My daughter comes up to me with um and you know we're in the store and they're you know kids they're like mom can I have this mom can I have this and and me I'm like yeah go ahead yeah go ahead mm-hmm. yeah go ahead. But she comes up to me before we're getting ready to go to the cash to pay to cash register, and she had a essential oils like rose rose oil or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. And she says, "Mom, can I get this? It's eight dollars. Like it's a little maybe two ounce bottle of essential oil, right?" Mm-hmm. I think she said it was like eight dollars, but she said, "Can I get this?" And I said, "Well, what is it?" And she said, "It's a rose oil." And I said, oh, okay, well, what is it for? Mm-hmm. And she, it's like silence. And, I, and she's like, um, I don't know. And I said, so if you don't know, why do you want to get it? She says, well, I see everyone using it. Like, I see everybody on, like, social media, whatever, like, using rose oil. Like, they rub it behind their ears and on their wrists and, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, well, well that's awesome. Well, well, why do they rub it? on them like what does it do what's the benefits of it mm-hmm. um well i'm not sure so i was like well no you can't get it because <laughs> if you don't know what the purpose of it is right, right. or what it's going to do what's the point in getting it so it kind of makes me laugh that you kind of mentioned this because it's so true sometimes we are searching for that like feeling of self-worth sometimes comes through connection mm-hmm. right you connect with someone or something mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you you have a feel good feeling right mm-hmm. and then you feel worthy or you feel like enough so you know sometimes especially young people and and old people but especially the young people we see something uh, look we I'm putting myself in the young people category mm-hmm. <laughs> but we mm-hmm. see something and it's like oh she's beautiful and she's using rose essential oils I want to use it. That's right. You know, and we associate that person and their beauty and their success. That's right. With what we want to be. That's and if right. they do it and we do it, maybe we can become like them. Right. And, you know. Right. 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 So mm-hmm. it's it's so true that um, a lot of times people are out trying to buy, you know, self-worth and yeah. trying to figure out how to be successful mm-hmm. but they lack that self-worth that mm-hmm. feeling like enough in the valuing themselves mm-hmm. and they're not realizing that it's hindering them from mm-hmm. really being able to move forward right. right and a lot of times it's like going around in circles and we talked about this before mm-hmm. like they're going around in circles like 
you know, let me buy this rose oil essential oils. Let me buy this shaving cream. Mm -hmm. Let me buy this razor. Wait a minute. I need to buy this other coaching program and Mm -hmm. I need to buy that coaching program. And wait, I need to figure out marketing. Oh, wait, I need to figure out the the click funnels and and wait wait I can't launch this until I get my email list or mm-hmm. until I get this freebie or mm-hmm. and we're literally and this was me so mm-hmm. I'm speaking from like me right mm-hmm. we're spinning our wheels and in the process we are wasting and throwing away money right, right. and then sometimes we're even blaming the products that we're buying that aren't working right right. it's like we go out there and we're buying the anti-wrinkle cream Mm -hmm. and then we're angry all day every day right Right. and then wondering why the wrinkles aren't going away right right? you're trying to buy an anti-wrinkle cream to Mm -hmm. fix the wrinkles on your face but when your real problem is all the anger you have inside and your face is scrunched up all day so you're never going to get rid of those wrinkles because you're not dealing with like you know the the real the heart of the issue Mm -hmm. right Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have seen this with with clients, whether it's been with relationship coaching or coaching them with business strategies or, or coaching them, um, you know, a, as parents or whatever, you know, they're and I did this myself. You're searching and like chasing after mm-hmm. a solution, mm-hmm. um, but you're not realizing that you're not even identifying what the real problem is. Yeah. Right. That's good. Yep. Um, yeah. And then you start to blame the product or the service that's or right. the coach that's right. or the, or your spouse that's right. or your child. Right. You, you know, then you kind of look to see like, well, the problem is here or there, or you're not giving me what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I know for myself, I've been really trying to be the person that looks inward first before I look, mm-hmm. you know, outward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we were really looking at ourselves first mm-hmm. and foremost and, and really doing the real inner work, it would solve yeah. so much. It, it would. It would solve a ton. I, I do a lot of work around reframing, mm. redefining mm-hmm. their self-image. Yeah. You know, um, redefining their um, the idea. The ideas around some of their experiences, they draw a lot of meaning from their experiences. I failed in the past, I must be a failure. Yes. Um, Somebody didn't buy it in the past, so um, I must not be good enough. Right. Breaking those associations. Right. You know, so I'll, we'll we'll spend thirty minutes maybe going through that. Give me give me two examples of a time you failed. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you said about yourself. Mm-hmm. How did it make you feel? Tell me what you said about yourself. We'll go through that. When I see an association, then I'll say, okay, let's reframe that. You failed at this, but give me evidence that that actually makes you a failure, or mm-hmm. that makes you trash, mm-hmm. or tell me what that. And we'll we'll go through mm-hmm. that whole process so that in their minds they can break yes. that association. Yes. Oh, this is just something I, I did, I messed up at, but who am I still? Right, right, right. You know, getting yeah. a strong anchor around you know right. who they are in a right. positive light. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think also, I know for me, a lot of times I, you know, like we do vision boards mm-hmm. or we do, you know, mm-hmm. people do these things. Right. Uh, or we set, a, you know, a, a one-year goal, five-year goal, a 10-year goal, mm-hmm. you know. I love to have my clients, you know, visualize, like, what is it 
ultimately, if you like, if you saw yourself in five years or 10 mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. what is it that you want? Mm-hmm. What do you want to look like? Right. You know, who is it that you want to be? Mm-hmm. Because I think so many times we accomplish these things. Like I would say, oh, I failed at this. But as you start to really think through and process and it's like you failed at this in that moment, but yet you succeeded in this. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes we take our eyes off of certain things and we don't realize that that failure led to some success in one way or another. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Right? That's good. And we just get so focused on the failure or the maybe what didn't work. Right. Right. That we fail to recognize what did. That's good. That's good. And yeah. and also the times that we look at how we failed and even though we succeeded, maybe because we succeeded in one way, but it wasn't as big mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as we had hoped. Yeah. Right. So right. we got to keep dreaming That's big good. and keep hoping big and looking for that big. But taking a hold and this is something god was really working on my heart over this past year is um being okay with and being grateful and being uh thankful and just loving the audience of one like if god was the only one looking down on me going Mm -hmm. well done that's All right, great. that's awesome. That's, that's good. Right. You know, like you tripped, you fell, you skinned your knee, but guess what? You got up. That's good. That's right. success. That's success. You got up, right? That's success. Um, you struggled, you felt sad, you felt depressed. You you didn't get up this week, you didn't mm-hmm. do much, you didn't clean your house, but you're up now. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. you, you've succeeded. You've overcome something. So I think over the past year for me, it's been like realizing that a small win is still a win. That's good. Right? That's good. And that sometimes we're looking for like the really big stuff and we're missing the little things. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes like we, sometimes we get broken down Mm -hmm. so that we can see the small things in life Mm -hmm. and appreciate those things. Because the reality is, I believe sometimes that when you do get those big things, Mm -hmm. you're not even appreciating that because... You haven't even learned how to be grateful for the small. That's right? very true. Yeah. It's hard because I think as as um, children, the way that we're dealt with by authorities in our life yes. is if we do something wrong, we're spoken to in a way right. yes. as if something's wrong with us. Yes, yes, yes. We're bad. We're bad. Right. And that's a lot of people, right? And the, you hear... You're being bad. You're being bad. You're a bad boy. Yes. You're a bad girl. Yes. So then you have this conditioning that I am what I do. Right. Yes. And you grow up with it and uh, you apply to everything. Yes. Yes. And so a part of this coaching dealing with self-worth is sort of breaking this association with my identity of my identity with success and failure. Yes. So I'm I'm human to succeed and fail and I will succeed and fail. I need to decide who I am apart from those yes, two things yes. and hold on to who that is right so then when I have success okay this is who I am and I succeeded I failed I'm still this yeah I decided yes. I just failed this time right and then I think it helps us or at least it's helped me and some of the people I work with show up 
consistently right. in a powerful way yes. and not yeah. be discouraged so easily right you know like we've all faced i've right. faced it many times oh, yeah. i've been all there many times and you know and all of that so yeah that's that's a big that's i think that's a the, the probably the hardest part of the work mm-hmm. yeah separate and separating that like the two mm-hmm. yeah i love that gary v talks about that i love his work also and he talks about uh, he talks about not getting attached to the praise and the success yeah. in the same way. Don't get attached to the failure. Just right. Good. Cause he says like when you're failing and, or you get a no or you get rejected, mm-hmm. don't get attached to that. Don't take that personal, there keep you know. going. Yes. Right. But he yeah. says in the same way, mm-hmm. don't get attached to the praise and the yes. success and the yes. accolades because then you get attached to that and everything's like, oh, they said I'm good. I'm great. They bought from me. I got a yes. Right. You get so attached to that right. that the moment you get rejection, mm-hmm. you break down and you break apart and you don't know how to move forward. That's so right. I love that's how good. you're that's you brought good. that up. And that's yeah. such a great point mm-hmm. because being set in who you are and in your identity mm-hmm. as I am worthy, mm-hmm. I am enough. Mm-hmm. With or without this, this does not define my mm-hmm. level of success. That's right. Right? That's right. Again, and that's that's changed so much for me, like even in parenting, because I want to be careful to not condition my kids' way. Yes. You know, uh, I am what I do, and yes. letting what I do determine who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. it's all about the language we use. Exactly. <laughs> Our really words. Is. Well, you know, the Bible says there's power mm-hmm. in the tongue. Like the it's, tongue. it's like there's power of life and death. Yes, it is. In the tongue. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. So wrap it up for us, Tony. How How do you, what, what do you mm-hmm. have for us? What do you want to say to us about, mm-hmm. you know, success and being enough? and self-worth I think that self-worth um and I just I guess to sum that part up self-worth uh is contingent upon you deciding who you are yes and deciding that who that is is not going to change yes so whatever that is I, I decide I am that's that's hopefully of value of good rapport of beauty and all of those things, equality, um, that that is who I choose to always be. Yes. And now, whatever level of self-worth associated with that, that's fixed. Yes. Yeah, you know? I love that. I love so that. my experience, my failure, success, my flaws, my weaknesses, my strengths, those are just things, those are variables in my life. They're mm-hmm. subject to change yes. because I'm, I'm human. Yes. Um, but, you know, who I decide to be doesn't have to. Overall, in the big picture, mm-hmm. um, I, can, I can still be of all the high quality and the things that, I, um, that, I've, that I've decided yes. I am. Right. It's all right. about that choice. To say people have to start there. Just decide who you are. Yes. Yeah. Decide and stick with it. And stick with it. Yeah. And, just... and it's not that we can't evolve, right? Like we could evolve, mm-hmm. but make sure that your, your process of evolving is taking you higher. Yeah, taking you higher. Yeah. 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 So that's what I would say. And um, yeah. and go from there. Yeah. Awesome. I love yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Another great episode. Yeah. I'm so happy. Thank you for being with us. Yeah. So glad to be here. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode with my friend and coach, Dr. Tony Simmons. You can connect with him over on Instagram at Dr. Dot T dot Simmons dot Junior. That's his Instagram. 
and his website is www.theleapeffect.com. You can also find his information in the show notes. And listen up, everyone. We have some exciting changes coming to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. Stay tuned, everyone, because we are transitioning. We will soon be the Rebuild You podcast. This will officially launch on my birthday, December 30th. And I'm really excited about these changes. So, you know, this podcast, since the beginning, has been all about helping everyone, helping you rebuild your relationships, rebuild your life, your business. Um, And now we are just going to hone in. We're going to get laser focused on helping you all get back up again. So this week... Uh, It's been all about business focus, so I hope that you've been able to listen to the other podcast episodes on business. This episode was on self-worth, business success, failures, and how you can overcome them and just rebuild. So this week has all been about business. So this month, the month of December, I have a podcast marathon going on here. So I will say that I just, as always, hope and pray that you are enjoying these episodes. I am dropping an episode every day of the week and weekends, I'm taking a little break, (laughs) but I hope that you're enjoying the December podcast marathon that I have going on and I look forward to relaunching the new podcast name And guys, this is all going to happen and go down officially on my birthday, December 30th. So stay tuned. We're going to be, uh, I'm going to have some giveaways and just some fun stuff happening for you guys. Um, And one of the giveaways I will share with you is I'm going to be sending out some copies of my book. Um, So all you have to do to be entered for that is just to read it, review it, and then send me a DM. Let me know that you've left me a rating and a review, and you will be entered to win a free copy of my book. I have some more goodies coming for you guys, so just stay tuned. And I just, as always, I just pray that you are blessed and that you have an amazing rest of your day. Take care, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I hope that I have served you on the highest level. If you were, please be sure to share this episode and give it a great rating so that I can continue to serve you and others. For more about me and my services, feel free to head on over to my website, www.carrycompany.com. And that is K-A-R-I company.com. And if you have not read my book, Recreate Your Love, be sure to order your copy at www.recreateyourlove.com. My heart is always to serve you with so much love. Have an amazing week and be sure to come back next week for another awesome episode.